Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 7, Prophets Warn. After repeated warnings from Jeremiah to Judah, King Jehoiakim wants him dead. Jeremiah and his scribe Baruch go into hiding, but he is later captured by the chief governor of the temple. Jeremiah is flogged and chained near the temple. And now another prophet warns of a rising superpower. Episode 5. Babylon holds Judah in its grips. It is sometime in the late 7th century. The prophet Habakkuk, meaning to cling to, also says that the nation of Chaldea, Babylon, is rising. He says that doom faces the people if they don't heed God's warnings. Habakkuk complains to God about why he is silent and why wicked people succeed. But God says he will deal with things in his own way and in his own time. Meanwhile, other prophets assure King Jehoiakim of victory, so he mounts a rebellion against Babylon. But Nebuchadnezzar quickly retaliates and sends raiding parties on Judah. Babylon's multinational allies from Chaldea, Syria, Moab and Ammon hold Jerusalem under siege. Now, as foretold by the prophet Jeremiah, King Jehoiakim dies. His body is thrown over Jerusalem's city walls to the enemy allies. The time is now around 597 BC. King Jehoiakim's 18-year-old son, Jehoiakim, meaning Jehovah will fortify his people, is appointed king. He worships other gods and gets the nickname Konia. Jeremiah tells him that God will remove him just as though he were a signet ring on God's hand. Now Nebuchadnezzar will take the new king and his mother to another country where he will die. God says that Jehoiakim's descendants will rule in Judah. Jeremiah also says God will punish all rulers who destroy and scatter his people. God will bring the people back and he will appoint a new king, a righteous descendant of David. Three months after the initial siege of Jerusalem, Nebuchadnezzar arrives in Judah. After a reign of just 100 days, Jehoiakim surrenders and he, his mother, wives and officers, army and craftsmen are taken captive to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar ransacks the temple taking its treasures and transports 18,000 prominent people. The captives include a 25-year-old man and his wife, a priest in training, Ezekiel, meaning God strengthens. Others include nobility and artisans and four intelligent noble young men destined for Nebuchadnezzar's court. Daniel, meaning God is my judge. Hananiah, meaning Yahweh is God. Mishael, meaning who belongs to God. And Assyria, meaning Yahweh helps. Now Nebuchadnezzar appoints a puppet king. King Joachim's 21-year-old uncle, Matania, meaning gift of Jehovah, as king of Judah. He is the brother of the late King Josiah's third son. Nebuchadnezzar also changes his name to Zedekiah, meaning righteous of Jehovah. Now Jeremiah has visions of fruit. The first captives are taken to Babylon, and Jeremiah has a vision of two baskets of figs in front of the temple. One basket are good figs, which have ripened early, the others are too bad to eat. God says that this means those people transported to Babylon are like the good figs and he will be kind to them. He will give them the desire to know him as their God and they will return to him with all their heart. God says that King Zedekiah, the politicians and those left behind 
are like the bad figs. He will bring disaster on them. You can read these stories in the books of Kings and Chronicles and the books of the prophets Habakkuk and Ezekiel. At this time in global history, the fight for land and power creates a culture of kill or be killed. It's the era of the Babylonian, Assyrian, Hittite, Minoan and Phoenician empires. The story is set in a time and culture when human bloodletting and sacrificing is made to man-made gods and people are governed by military regimes through fear of torture and murder. The Bible library shows that we are all part of the same story. Old Testament books establish God's relationship with man. The books put the Hebrews' center stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. The Bible lists the firstborn to receive inheritance, and throughout the story, the firstborn has a key role. Israel is the nation called God's firstborn son, and God told Abraham that through his seed, all nations, all peoples on earth would be blessed. The Bible library of 66 books brings together one interconnected story. You can view the big picture, the meta-narrative, the overall, or you can view the unique scene, the micro-story. It's a bit like using Google Earth, you can zoom in, or you can zoom out. Once you start to see the story scenes in the Bible and characters in context of the greater whole, the overall picture has more depth and meaning. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.